Dear Tyler, good morning. How are you doing? How have you been? How's your week been? I hope you've been fine. Um, I hope everything has been good, right? Um, so, I'd start with an apology. I know that I was meant to release an episode on Monday, but apparently I've not, um, I've not gotten stories for, um, for the week, you know, the Monday stories from, from other listeners and all, so that made it a little bit hard, um, also I was actually meant to reach someone on it and, um, I couldn't just get across to the person. I hopefully we'll get the person's story on Monday. Uh, for me, it's a lot easier when I have quite a lot of, you know, topics and all. Um, it just helps me to reach out to them easily. And, you know, sometimes what they share has a way of tallying with what I want to share on Thursdays and all. So this is me soliciting, you know, please, if you've got a story that you'd love to share, um, I would, I would really appreciate it. Um, you could just, you know, reach out to me um, on Instagram, oh, and then we'll talk about it. But either way, um, I think after this Monday's story, I'll just figure out something um, to keep it going to be able to be as consistent as possible, right? So, um, yeah, that's it for that. Uh, so going on with the series, it's been really, really amazing. Um, it's been amazing in the sense that, like I, I told you before, that for me, I'm learning in the process of, you know, sharing each time. And, you know, we've been considering the gifts of, sorry, the fruits, well, the fruits of the, the spirit. And um, today we're going to talk about patience, patience, a.k.a. long-suffering. And I decided to give it the title um, in the waiting room. Um, when you think about, um, when you think about life generally, one of the hardest things to do, right? One of the hardest things to ever, ever do um, is to wait. That that demand for stillness, patience, it's, it's nerve-wracking. Nerve um, and, and I think that's... Probably that's the reason why, in the King James Version, patience is called long-suffering. Um, because patience has a lot to do with being in a very uncomfortable situation and having to wait through it, having to wait through it, having to wait through it. Um, now, remember I said that the, the whole concept of the fruit of the Spirit um, are not just things that God demands from us, but the things that He actually works in us, right? Um, now, the thing about patience is that um, it comes in a 
multi-dimensional way right so it's multifaceted in the sense that you need to learn to have patience for people patience in situations and then patience with yourself um so we'll just you know go through it um and then maybe i'll share some little experiences that i've had and all now patience with people um it's easy to believe that maybe this is like the hardest hardest one especially if you're maybe like in a leadership role you are um elderly or you know you're a mentor of some sort that patience can be really really rare thing um why because you have to deal with the excesses of people now that's really hard it's really really hard dealing with the excesses of people um when you know that people um should do some certain things and they don't do it and your leadership capacity demands that you groom them to the point that they get it right now think about how parents are with kids right i have this awesome friend of mine um ringnan she's on instagram the twin mom um very peculiar um lady imagine giving birth to two sets of twins so you're battling toddlers twins right and then god now blesses you with another set of twins sometimes when i go through her instagram post you could see the um you could just imagine or you could feel that whole rush in her like please 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 um these children just give me a break you understand when she talks about feeding the kids sometimes i'm just like oh my god how does she even do it um you're trying your best to um cater for two you know younglings right these are like overly dependent um offspring and then you've got toddlers who are seeking attention and you know trying to navigate from being you know giving the utmost attention to not necessarily maybe saying secondary is not the the right word but you know that reduced attention it's mad and it's crazy i'm not a mother i would not be a mother i would never understand it but then you could get you know that whole um you know that whole scenario around it and i really cut caps for her um and then i was talking with you know a friend of mine alin yesterday his baby has just been refusing both of them to sleep you know it's just like uh, we know that you need attention but you also need us alive to be able to do some certain things um i remember when i was learning how to ride a bicycle it was quite frustrating for my dad um because i would you know try to you know stabilize on the bike and then i would just trip off you know fear and a lot of things and then i had these um family friends of mine 
they would just be moving around on their bikes, you know, one hand, no hand. I know it was quite frustrating for my dad to be like, we can't see your, you know, your friends are doing it. Come on, Venga, you can do it. It's really, really hard. It's really, really hard. Sometimes you could just want to give up. You just want to give up. So I remember <laughs> there's this very funny scenario. My dad and my uncle, um, we were driving around in Abuja. My uncle was the one driving. And then he would do something. My dad would be like, ah, can't you see this? And then he will now breathe, drive. Ah, are you not seeing this? What, what, what are you driving? I would never forget how my uncle just got to the side of the road, just parked, and came out told my dad that he should come and drive. My dad was like, ah, what is that? He said, come and drive, that he won't drive again, that he's tired. Do you get, and, you know, so it's, 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 this one kind of like stretches on both ways. Um, but, you know, having to drive in that kind of situation where somebody's telling you, do this, do this, do this, do this, it's really nerve-wracking. Really nerve-wracking. And this is what God, you know, demands of us as believers to have such a large heart to accommodate the weaknesses of people. You see, what we are usually patient in or our impatience rather comes from things that we have mastered usually comes from things that we have mastered so our impatience to people comes from things that we have mastered if i am skilled at a certain thing right or doing something the um my impatience to other people come from the fact that i feel like i could do it quicker or i have a better understanding of it that's where my impatience comes in right so when when you are uh, maybe engaging someone, right, that um, is learning something that you have mastered to a point, when the person seems to be dragging you, be like, but it's just to do this, it's just to do this. It's because of your mastery. You find out that you hardly lose patience with people or with anyone that is struggling with what you're struggling with. You hardly lose patience with that person. Hardly. Hardly. So you're in a car, you don't know how to drive, and then you're in a car with somebody that is learning how to drive. You are so supportive because you know that your your nagging at that time is 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 liable to put you in danger. You just be like, no, 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 no. Let's not rush the person. Just allow the person to calm down, let him be able to think. Do you understand? So naturally our impatience comes from um, the fact that we've mastered things and it's a big deal it's a very very big deal for us to be able to be patient with people that need to grow we need to grow we need to be patient with people that need to grow sometimes I could you know just figure out you know Jesus's um, frustrations with his disciples especially remember when um, Nicole shared the story about the five loaves you know and how many different occasions that they had um, where Jesus was like, okay, what about food and all? You know, he did a miracle twice. And the third time, it's like, come on, guys, how long will I be with you? You know, but he, you know, 
stayed with them, you know, taught them. It's not, you see, I don't think um, being patient doesn't mean you don't show your frustration. No, I don't think it's that. That you show, like, you're not frustrated. No, you could show frustrations, but that you're willing to stay with the person until the person gets it. Now, that's very, very important. I think that's the major thing about this whole patience and long suffering thing. For instance, you may be with a spouse, you know, um, I'm, not, I'm not saying this from experience, but maybe from other stories of people, right? Um, you may have a very disorganized spouse. The person grew up that way, having challenges, um, putting things in place. Now, the person can change, but it will take time because it's a habit. Now, um, you may come from a very, very, you know, organized family where things are always put in order or you're just this whole organized freak. I think that's like the best word I could use. You're like this organized freak and all. Um, there, there are going to be a lot of times that your spouse would probably keep things scattered and all. Right, put things all over the place. Now you could be like, um, oh my guy, or babe, or whatever, however you guys relate. This isn't really fair, right? And I really need you to work on things. So, you know, um, maybe let's start by making room for various things, right? Okay, so put your shirts on hangers, put your trousers in drawers. Put your boxes in drawers or put your socks. Do you know, help with the whole organization thing. Um, once in a while, you know, just if the person, you know, throws stuff away, you know, you could just quietly put it in and like, okay, babe, I dropped your stuff in the drawer or something or whatever. But I'm just saying that being frustrated or showing signs of frustration does not mean that you're not a patient person. I don't believe that. Right, because patience goes way, way deeper than just um, emotional expressions. Right, it's about actually staying with the person and making sure that the person gets what they need to get. And the thing about this whole patience stuff, right, is that whatever you are trying to build in an individual is for their benefit and not necessarily you. Yes, you may gain one or two comforts in the person. Um, learning that skill or whatever right for instance let's say driving you can't imagine whenever you see people driving um the tutor and the student it could be hilarious but like um most of the times when you're learning how to drive it could be frustrating right especially if it's a parent that's teaching it could be frustrating but the moment you learn how to drive you become a benefit to them oh, okay bingo, let's go to the market i think i go here oh do this go and drop your do you understand so naturally um what you are demanding or what um patience demands from you when it comes to another person it's usually for their own benefit right and sometimes you get to hear that outburst and i'm even helping you it's because i'm trying to help you do you understand but it's really really important that we learn patience really important that we learn patience think about um 
how God was patient enough with Moses with all of his excuses. Do you understand? The, the, the major goal in patience is to help the person see themselves as more. That you're capable of doing better. You're, you're capable of being better, right? And at this point in time, you may not see it, but I see it. And I'm willing to work with you until you're able to see. The moment an individual sees himself um, in a better light, the person gains confidence. And confidence is one of the major keys in mastering a skill, naturally. Confidence is one of the major skills. In mastering a skill um so that's you know those are scenarios um of us having to be patient with people so the goal right is to let the person see themselves in a better light and staying there for the person right like i said that's why king james calls it long suffering now what about patience with situations now there may be certain circumstances that are beyond your control. There are things that you cannot um, change. Now, that's very, very, very hard. Um, part of scripture says, be still and know that I am God. God knows that there's some certain things that your intellect, your wisdom, your power, your experience would not be able to achieve. And he asks you to be still and to wait. That is it's just it's just horrible it's just horrible it's just horrible um i'm trying to really think up of a scenario that i could use um to you know give such instances but in general right um when you find yourself at that crossroad where you you literally just have to wait all right, so for instance, you are at the ATM on the queue. There's really nothing you can do. You just have to do it. wait your turn. And within that period, you could see a whole lot of people, you know, doing some funny things. Somebody would decide to come and withdraw the bank from the ATM. Like, some of us just want to get our 5K, our urgent 2K to quickly run somewhere. You're coming over and you're literally withdrawing school fees and house rent at the ATM. For what reason? Go to the bank. Go into the banking hall. And it's actually a lot easier for you. You know, when you do bulk withdrawals and all, then you now find out that, ah, that the person has withdrawn all of the money in the ATM or something like that. Or having to wait um, for people at the ATM again where um, even though, yeah, there's somehow tallies with people but i'm just using the whole situation um scenario someone that doesn't know how to use the atm well you know or um being in traffic for instance yes being in traffic the the a lot of accidents have happened a lot of accidents have happened in traffic especially in this um, side of the world in Nigeria, a lot of accidents have happened in traffic because of impatience. If everybody just decided to stay on their lane, the whole traffic would eventually move. But no, because somebody wants to play smart, you know, they do some funny things, decide to go one way, and then you have, you're in, you're in a situation where you just um, apparently have to just wait. And there's nothing you can do about it. You can't go over and start picking the cars and dropping them. Um, away you know out of the road and all it's 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 really really quite frustrating right um 
And there's really nothing you can do about it. But there are times, like I said, that you just need to be still. You've gone for an interview um, and they said, okay, we'll get back to you. And you have that, you know, that whole anxiety, that whole pressure. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's going to happen? You know, or you pitched in an idea somewhere um, or, you know, whatever it is. And that stuff keeps you waiting. That stuff keeps you waiting. It's really, it's really, really tough, right? But then in those moments, right, God requires us, like I used in that scripture, be still and know that I am God. When you've done all that you can do, right, then stand back and then watch the salvation of the Lord. There's really nothing you can do apart from that. God himself teaches us that when he gives us instructions, he wants us to move and then allow him to do his own part. You know, because we are so much control freaks, right? It's really, really hard um, to be in a situation that you can't control. So you try to create avenues that can give you some certain level of control. Some certain level of control. Um, So if you're a forex trader, you'll definitely understand what I'm saying. You're not in control of the market. Sometimes you, you literally have to wait for the right opportunities or you have to stay in a very dangerous spot. But in that spot, in that moment of waiting, you could really, really make some major wins. So I'll give a very honest example. So I do a little bit of trading, not a professional trader, just, you know, uh, let's say I'm very amateur in trading. Now there are times because of the whole trend movement, right maybe i make a wrong or i presumably make a wrong prediction and then i see that things are going against me i quickly cut off the trade and try to follow what i assume is now the new trend and then all of a sudden i now see that my first prediction was the correct prediction and i'm not a double loss if you understand what i'm saying right i'm not a double loss now that's crazy it's very very crazy um it's just like uh you made your analysis. You've done everything that you could, guy. Right? This market is not something that you control. Make your prediction and stay by it. It's hard. It's hard. Most of the losses that are made are out of this whole anxiety, pressure, emotional um, desire to you know quickly, quick fix. You know, let me quickly grab the hand of the situation. And you find out that you've really made a lot. Um, you could have made a lot if it stayed with what was your own prediction at all. Yet, part of um, the things in, especially like in aviation now, pilots, you'll find out that they are told to trust their instruments a lot. You get so you find yourself in a certain situation, um, you go with the um with the um, laid down rules, right, the instructions. And after you do all of that, you literally just be patient, especially in things like turbulence. You do what you're meant to do and then just be patient through it. You can try to be as manipulative as, and you could get yourself inside trouble, right? 
but then you just be patient so for instance let's 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 give that whole turbulence stuff now you're in a plane and there's turbulence what can you do the plane is shaking there's really nothing you can do you could panic your panic is not going to stop the turbulence you could scream you could do whatever you want to do it's welcome it's expected that that will happen but all of those actions shouting at the pilot doesn't you know um it doesn't change anything yet i saw a very funny video one of my pilot friends sent to me because of turbulence and all they were telling the pilot i should take the plane back to lagos it's like turning away doesn't it mean you you pass through that same do you understand sometimes you just feel like having control makes you safer but sometimes being not in control is like the best position you could be in because that's when you just let god have his way and so in remember like i said when you're dealing with people the goal is to stay with them it's okay to show frustration you understand um that okay you're not really getting this thing in time it's okay to do that but then the goal is that what should be magnified is that you are trying to show the person that they can be more and you believe in that more that's why you're staying with them right in the situation where um you have to be patient in a situation the um the key is to be still and know that he is god be still and know that he is god now the final part is being patient with yourself and i think this is the hardest especially if you're melancholy um someone like i think i'm majorly melancholy I'm highly melancholic. Um, yes, the spirit of God is working in us and helping us through all of those temperamental issues. But if you are sort of a perfectionist, right, and you're easily given to emotions, easily given to emotions, one of the hardest things in life is to be patient with yourself because you would usually end up placing unrealistic demands on you. Now, that lack of patience with ourselves usually gets us into trouble a lot of times. We engage in enterprises that we are not mentally, physically, um, financially, emotionally prepared for. But because we demand so much from ourselves, we're like, okay, come on, guy, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, you've got to do this. Oh, man, I'm, I'm almost clocking 40 and I've not done this and I've not done this. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult and especially when demands are also placed on you you know you're the first son you're the first daughter you're the first child you're the first this you know everybody's looking up to you you're the first graduate you've got to do do you understand a lot of times these things um, have a way of weighing us down weighing us down and you've got to know that yeah guy you, you be patient with yourself so I, I played the guitar and one of my, my major struggles on playing the guitar is soloing, right? So just picking notes over the guitar. And it's because the first time I encountered somebody really like soloing the guitar, well, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. So I expected like, okay, it's, it's not gonna take too much time to do it. And um, when I started learning, 
like the stiffness in my fingers it was there it just got so frustrating i was like i'm not going to learn so then soloing is not for me and i went into the whole chord stuff and all but then eventually i found myself you know just once in a while without that thought right without that thought that i'm actually practicing i just pick up the guitar and i just begin to solo you know just little things and then over time i found out that i started gaining a lot more flexibility in my fingers a lot more flexibility in my fingers i started gaining more speed and dexterity in the things that i was doing and i was like imagine if i carry that same patience you know to be gradual to be gradual to be gradual um imagine what i would have been able to achieve at this time you know so the key when it has to be uh when you have to show patience with yourself the key is to be grateful for progress be grateful for progress count those little steps count those little steps and be grateful for them right those little steps are the things that make you into a star and a wonder anybody that you see that is good at what they do right is somebody that has gathered the little steps those little little moments of of breakthrough those little moments of progress gathered them together right compiled them and made them into something big right that adage that says little drops of water make a mighty ocean yes though you would want it a little bit faster and all but um i remember back in secondary school we used to have issues sometimes with water and all thank god for the school i went to we had like a borehole and um so we didn't have to like fetch water from um, the well streams or whatever but sometimes um because of the light situation water may not be readily available and there may just be a little bit of water left in the tank and what i could do is you know i'll just take a bucket put it at the um tap and as it's just dripping slowly i'm doing some other things but i'm allowing it to stay right and then maybe like in 30 minutes or so I actually have a full bucket of water right a full bucket of water while some other people are you know moving up and down searching around for water here and there they may not necessarily get some to get right but i'm just saying that those little drops at that point they seem very insignificant right but if you give them the time if you give them the time and um allow it to do what it's meant to do with time you'll actually get your reward of a full bucket of water right a full bucket of water and that's how it is with life generally you've got to allow yourself tyler to um make those little steps right and be okay with making those little steps be okay with it honestly tyler be okay with like okay i made a little progress today i made a little progress there'll be days that you'll make a gigantic step a major major gigantic step those days will not always come but make sure that every day that something is improving something is improving something is improving now uh let's use you know just trying to finalize things and round up all I think one of the greatest examples of waiting is found in um a pregnant woman right a pregnant woman gets married trust god for the fruit of the womb she gets pregnant 
the day she gets pregnant is not the day she gives birth. It's not the day she gives birth. In fact, um, she may be, you know, a lot of times, it's varying for, for people, but let's just assume that a lot of women would want to conceive quite early. And so she has to be patient with herself, right? Um, saying some people get conceived the night of the wedding, some people take some months, you know, but then having just to be patient with the whole situation, um, it's not something that they are necessarily in control of. They can initiate it, but then after that, it's, you know, just left to God and his mercy, science and all. She gets pregnant. The day she gets pregnant is not the day she delivers. She has to incubate that child. Now, it's going to come with a whole lot of uncomfortable things. A whole lot of uncomfortable things. The child being in her is going to place a lot of demands on her. It's going to place demands on her body. It's going to place demands on her appetite. Sometimes she begins to crave for some certain things. You know, she goes front and back, here and there. For certain things like that, it's going to place a lot of demand on her. Now, what happens is that you could become so uncomfortable and decide to abort that um, child. You could. And I don't know how it actually happened, but I'm sure all of those cravings and things will go. It's initiated because of that individual inside of you. But because you want to preserve that beautiful gift, you endure. You endure. There's a whole lot of endurance that goes into patience. You endure it. And then at the time of conception, you could either give up as a woman, right? Especially if you're going to go into labor. See, I'm talking like an expert. Please, I'm not though. But you could, you could, you, you're demanded to, you know, push at certain times, certain intervals based on um, the, you know, the midwives, directives, the doctors, directors, whatever. And your your refusal can lead to your death or the death of the child. So you are pushing, you are, it's excruciating. I can't even imagine it. I've seen all of these um, uh, like little videos of men trying out this device that simulates menstrual pain, menstrual cramps and all. And how I think at like level four, the men are already on the floor and the women on level 10 are like, yeah, we can feel it, but it's nothing compared to that. So this is me saying, I don't understand what you go through, but you're going through that excruciating pain. But, you know, you just push on. And the moment that child comes, it's, it's, it's just a major relief. And the scripture says, for the joy that was said before him, this was talking about Jesus, he endured the cross. Anybody that would walk in patience must be able to see the bigger picture. The goal is to always see the bigger picture. Then you now start nurturing the child. You understand, especially if you're a first-time mother, you've got to be patient with yourself, you've got to learn. I remember having a friend of mine when she just gave birth, for the first two days, 
she was not um, she was not lactating, right? And so it was kind of hard, you know, um, giving the child breast milk and all. It was it was really really difficult. I think it was a few days after that they had to do some stuff and then she started like eating and started getting able to feed the child you understand but you have to be patient with yourself you're learning to be a mother you're learning to be a father you're growing in this thing you're learning to be a parent right um your children are also learning and you know they're just quite a lot of things right but these are the things that the holy spirit works in us these are the things that the holy spirit literally literally works in us tyler so you've got to learn to be patient with people. You've got to learn to be patient with situations. And you've got to learn to be patient with yourself. When it comes to people, help them see the bigger picture. When it comes to situations, be still and know that he is God. When it comes to yourself, value every little progress and have a heart of gratitude. A heart of gratitude is what will get you through those seasons of pain. A heart of gratitude is what will get you through those seasons of pain. Right? Israel was in Egypt once upon a time. They were in the wilderness. They were angry. They were no longer in Egypt. If they had seen what God had taken them through, it would have given them the grace, you know, that strength, the ability to actually make it into the promised land. But because they lost that sense of gratitude, right? And it put them in a very awkward position. That's what naturally happens to a whole lot of us. In patience with ourselves, puts us in positions that we could have almost avoided right so you've got to learn we have all got to learn to be patient with ourselves right patient with ourselves what's the boundary of it it's okay to let people know that you've overstepped the boundaries but always know that men will always be men i think it's something i've learned with from apostle and from life generally the best of a man will always be a man including you and so always make sure that you have given yourself um, enough room you understand to to accommodate those excesses of men people situations give yourself that room you owe yourself that right and the moment you enter into a frenzy you become whole um, totally anxious and all that's where you become absolutely set up for danger. Danger, right? So, those that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. So, I hope this really helps you, or really helped you rather. Um, this is quite long. I think this is like the longest <laughs> I've ever done. Um, but yeah, I really hope that it blessed you. And yeah, um, please, I'd love your feedback. Like I said, if you've got stories or things to share, I'd really love to hear them, right? And then I'm sure other Tylers around would also love to hear it too. So thank you, Tyler. Remember, I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. Bye.